the drip. Nathan Ochoa, we are back again. Dominic! Back again. Love it. Episode 3, week 4. We're, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Um, I mean, we have a potential guest on this week. That's we, right. We were supposed to... We, uh, we're going straight to voicemail whenever we call this specific individual. Um, so we're just going to go forward with our, our typical lineup, and if he ends up calling in, he ends up calling in. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know? We we this is our show, you know. If 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 we're gonna make plans, which we did, to to have this person on, you gotta answer the call. You gotta answer the call. You gotta answer the call. Be ready Just, whenever you get called upon, and he didn't. So maybe we have him on. Maybe we just scratch him all together. You know, man. I don't. I don't think I want guests anymore. People. Nah. I mean, come on. Just disrespectful. Yeah. So, uh, with that, let's just get into the first matchup, not naming any names. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so first, uh, first recap of the week, as you know, we, we, go in, um, we go in order of the first place team, and uh, we have a new one this week, Hey, Dominic, new, new, new number one, new, uh, new the top of the mountain. The king is dead. Uh, ding, 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 ding. The king is dead. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. The king is dead, and this week we begin with number one overall rated, Robbie Hicks, the good boys. At the good boys. You got to throw in the at sign because he put it in his name for some reason. Uh. <laughs> it doesn't hyperlink. Okay. <laughs> he Rob. doesn't <laughs> number one rob the good boys versus number eight pay to win jeff this week uh wow there's there's a reason why rob is ranked number one and it's because he scored 143 points tom that's a lot of points that is a He's, lot of points he scored 143 pay to win jeff 112 decent score decent score yeah, but typical I, of jeff I mean, Rob. Rob being the number two scorer for this whole week. I mean, only only Matt would have beat him. And I mean, there's there's really three teams at the uh, at the top of this league that are really just starting to cut above. Mm-hmm. And God dang, I mean, <laughs> Rob, 31, Rob, thirty-one point differential this week yeah, for him. Huge, huge point differential that takes Rob's winning streak to four. We've only played four games. You do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jeff was actually very on brand because he's been scoring around 105 each week. Yeah. So he's 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 doing Jeff things. He's paying to win, and um, you know I think this is actually the highest point total of the week as well. Uh, yeah, I was I was just checking our stats here, and yeah, it's it's the highest point game by about six and a half points. Man, that is crazy. Good 256 total points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. So uh, looking down, Rob's Rob's team here. Some some notable performers for him. Uh, Josh Allen looked looked a little normal. Just uh, yeah. just just a casual 25, 25 <laughs> <Yeah>. points. <laughs> it's insane that that's below average for him. It's nuts as a quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah. He scored like eight times as many points as my quarterback. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> uh, also for him, Josh Jacobs. That man was on a mission on Sunday. Yeah, he had a. 
an insane game and against a really good Broncos defense too. Like it's I don't think anyone's even scored two touchdowns by themselves until now. Yeah, and just looking at him, huge, huge workload. 28 carries, 144 <laughs> yards, two tutties, and five of six receiving. Yeah. My God. He was due. He was 33 sure due. touches. <laughs> yeah, they um, they realized that you can't just throw it to Devontae Adams all game, every game. So they're like, maybe we should use his running back. That'd be <laughs> kind of cool. We can just run it. It's, it's so yeah. much easier. It's crazy. And it, I mean, they end up getting the win. Uh, they they won by math nine points against Denver and the the cringy quarterback Russell Wilson. <laughs> Just kidding. We love Russ. He's, he's shut crazy. up. <laughs> Hate that guy. Oh uh, man. Anyways, focusing back to Rob's team, uh, CD Lamp, eighteen point seven, had the exact same points as last week. Eighteen point seven. No way. Yeah, turning I love into that. turning into a Mister Consistent. Hell yeah. Good for CD Lamp. Yeah. Cooper Rush, goat. Yeah. But I think I think really the big story from uh, from Rob's team is uh is our man David It's football time in Houston. Pierce. If you've ever been to a Texans game, you know that song. Oh, and yeah. it is okay. Um It's also Damian <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> Not David Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoops. Whoops. Philip, that 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 one's on Philip. He's supposed to uh, fact yeah, check us. Come on, Phil. Get real. I know you're listening, Phil. Um. Okay. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, uh, Rob. Rob picked up uh Tyler Tyler Conklin. I think hopefully Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. And he started him. So um. Yep. I think I think the uh, hashtag pod pressure is starting to get to some of these people. I, I think so. And it's it's. I mean, in this situation, it didn't really work out. But who he didn't even have any other tight ends. So, oh, he did Logan Thomas, who scored four point four. So technically, he made a good start. Good, good start. Yeah, two point well, four points more. And and speaking of good start, good sits, Rob, fantastic sit. DeAndre Hopkins still suspended. Impressive. That is a good call. Yeah, not many people would do that. I feel like. <laughs> All right, Dom, walk us through Jeff's squad here. All right, so we got Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff. Um, starting strong with Joe Burrow. He overshot his projection by one whole point. Um, wild game over there in uh, in Cincinnati this week. Tua, we'll get to him, but he had a very scary head injury. I don't know if you saw any of that, Nate. Dude, I did see that. It was all over oh. Twitter. Yeah, he's crunching his fingers as soon as he hit the ground. Like, Dude. It is... Crazy. He was trying to summon some fucking anime shit. I know. Oh man, I shouldn't talk like that. He freaking busted his head. Hey, we're on this pod. We're, we're all about good vibes. We're hoping he's good. His family is good. But for we can sure, make some. Sure. We can make some lighthearted jokes. For sure. Um, for sure. So Nick Chubb, he's he's doing what Nick Chubb does. He had a nineteen point seven. Um, doing pretty good for Jeff. And another another note, we kind of mentioned Vonda Adams. He's getting all the targets. He got fifteen points. And he won the trade. He won the trade between me and between me and him. Ouch. Um, Already calling it. Well, I mean, Javante Williams is out for the season. I don't know if yeah. you heard. Okay, ACL, yeah, we can call it. Gone. Horrible trade, Dominic. <sighs> Horrible trade. It's tough. Maybe maybe Curtis Samuel just goes off. Who knows? We'll we'll keep moving on though. Um, <laughs> Jeff, he ended up putting 
Devontae Smith in, and he did not really produce. He had, you know, three catches for about 17 yards. Got him, got him three points. Tough. But big news. C-Mac is back. C-Mac is back. 21 points out of his flex spot. You love to see that. Um, see back in the flex, the disrespect. So I think that has to do with us. Um, Khalil Herbert is in his RB1 spot. <laughs> I think he was doing that just to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, I listen. Hashtag pod pressure. <laughs> pod pressure. Um, and then, you know, George Kittle, three points. Yeesh, kind of tough. Um, so you you kind of say Devontae Smith, bad start. Only three points. Uh, because DK Metcalf had 18 points on his bench. Yep. Tough. Um, I stand by that I, statement as well. I said I said George Kittle had uh, 3.4 points. Dawson Knox, who Jeff paid $36 for and cleaned out his free agent account, still put him on the bench. Would have outscored George Kittle. Horrible, horrible sit. I I, I just don't understand how you can you can spend all this money on a Cadillac and you just leave it in the garage. Yeah, whatever whatever is going on in that front office, I I just don't want to I don't want to know about it cuz it's Take it to the country. So Put the Take top the down. Country. You know, go for a drive. Yeah, come on, Jeff. 36 bucks, man. Come on. I say all this but, you know, he still would have beat me this week, so I can't really say much. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. This is a podcast. Yeah, You're supposed to it. talk. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, let's let's go to the next matchup we have uh, the the new number two Isaac no. Nadamkaju and the new number three is Matt Gritty Gritty Bang Gang. Yeah, and Dominic, this was one that we talked about during our previews, mm-hmm. and we said that this was this was going to be a big game. We thought there was going to be a ton of points, and in in all fairness, there was, and we we were highlighting that this was a big game for Matt. This was a big game that Matt could really show that he was for real in this league because, mm-hmm. you know, week one and two, he looked great. But the uh, week before that, you know, he didn't put up a lot of points. But was it like 70-something? So, yeah. you know, he was he was kind of looking at, you know, his team is it's, – it's good. They can put up big numbers some week. But, you know, you might catch him on an off week. But, man, he his team responded. Oh, absolutely. Week. It's it was the marquee matchup of the league and it definitely I feel like even though it was the biggest point differential, which Matt is the payout winner for that, uh for the weekly payout, even though there was the biggest point differential, I still feel like this was one of the better games. Oh, definitely. So definitely. so we have uh Justin Herbert again, there's a lot of quarterbacks this week had just a uh, a solid 25 points. Um, Rashad Penny in the huge game with the Lions and the Seahawks, he had about 150 yards and two touchdowns. So he oh. got him 28 points for him. Awesome. Then AJ Dillon, he's he's struggling a little bit fantasy wise, but you know Patriots. I mean, uh, sorry, Packers got the win. Uh, Justin Jefferson finally ca- got his uh, rhythm back. I think from uh, live from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the worst stadium ever. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was an interesting game. Um, we'll get to the real football later, anyways. Yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. Uh, AJ Brown, typical twelve, uh, but more notably, T Higgins, twenty one points on his on his flex spot. Man, we've talked about T Higgins before. Not only does he have a fantastic name, like we mentioned, the dude is producing. 
Yeah, he is a talented player. Um, you would think Jamar Chase would have a lot more targets, but I think maybe Jamar Chase is getting uh, he's getting double and triple teamed a little bit too much. So T. Higgins is wide open, and he's getting yeah. all the points. You know what I think? I think this is um, this is what we're calling the Kevin Walter effect. Dom Ooh. and I, Dom and I were reminiscing old Texans teams before the pod, and uh, Kevin Walter came up, and man, that guy was just super reliable. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the perfect counterpart to Andre Johnson, and I mean T Higgins is obviously a much better player, but oh. you know, you you got to cover Jamar Chase. T Higgins getting a lot of one on ones. Mm-hmm. It's working. Yeah, he's taking full advantage. Um, so with Matt and his team, I believe he had the best possible matchup. I think the only thing he could have done differently was put in Damian Harris in for A.J. Dillon. But again, that's one of those things where you, you kind of don't really know what to expect there. Yeah. Um, going forward, though, uh, Patriots' backfield is just kind of going off. They're, they're running the ball a lot, especially with Mac Jones out. Which brings us to Isaac's team because he had Ramondre Stevenson in there. Um, Damian Harris outscored him by just a few points, but still got ten for Isaac. Lamar Jackson, he took a huge hit. Um, not physically, I mean by fantasy points. <laughs> Instead of forty-five or whatever the hell he's been doing, he only got fifteen against the Bills. Yeah, so he's definitely showing signs of being a human. But I would, yeah. adjust, I would also like to note. On Lamar Jackson, he had 11 carries for 73 yards. That is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's half his points. <laughs> that's crazy. And then, because I'm pretty sure J.K. Dobbins was actually back, and he, oh, he had back. a great game. Even even though J.K. Dobbins had a lot of rushing yards, Lamar still had 73. That's <laughs> bonkers to me. Um, yeah. But going along with with Isaac's team, since. Lamar Jackson wasn't doing too hot. Mark Andrews didn't do too hot either. Only had a couple points. Uh, Cooper Cup being the only target in um, L.A. right now. He got his normal 19, um, 122 yards on 14 receptions. 19 targets. That's dude. I got to see how many times Matt Stafford threw the ball, but that is just crazy. Um, Jalen Waddle. I mean, that was iffy game because Tua yeah, got Tua. hurt. But Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's going to kill it for Miami. He's going to come in and... Just be very reliable for that team. I feel like. Oh, do you, do you think I should pick him up? I think so. You think someone so? should? Okay. Maybe. I mean, he's better than Matt Stafford. Ha ha! Guess what, everybody? I'm gonna get him because I'm recording this right now with Dominic, and by the time y'all hear it, it'll be too late. I already have nerds. Him. Nerds. Yeah, should have thought of it first, or <laughs> you know, answer the phone when we ask you to be on the pot. Yeah, Rob. I mean, I wasn't gonna say his name. We don't um, know who. Yeah, who, who said that? Who said that? So. Isaac's defense and kicker, uh, Bill Maher and Cowboys defense, both got about 12, 13 points for him, so that's solid. The double-headed um, dragon. Nothing nothing really nothing really on his bench, on Isaac's bench, except for um, sitting Greg Davis. Only got 1.8 points for, for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, not not great from him. No. Um, however, Dominic, I think that brings us to um, the fan favorite segment of the week. Let's did Alan did Alan Lazard score a touchdown this week? Um, I don't know. Let's let's check the tapes. He did not. No touchdown. He did not. No no touchdown from uh, what is arguably the the best fantasy value pick in the fourteenth uh, round. 
Um, but but he he still managed to put up fourteen point six points. Yeah, so. he had a great game. He just didn't score touchdowns, so he's a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's it's not going to look great at the end of the year. But this is another shining example of hashtag pod pressure because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's had him on his bench, and guess what? He put him in, and he scored a points. Got a point. So you guys should probably listen to what we have to say more. Yeah, because we are geniuses, and we're never wrong. Right. Except when it comes to our own teams, because we are very low on the totem pole. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I think I think we should move on to the next matchup um, so of, of last week. We're going to go with our number four ranked team at this point, uh, Driscoll, the Anauropist. And uh, he was up against number 10, Clint. Mm-hmm. Um, something clever. Uh, this game... I thought this game was going to be um, a lot higher of a differential total. Um, yeah. I th- I think last week I had predicted Driscoll was going to score big, and I mean, yeah. compared to my team, he scored huge points. But what one one twenty seven? I mean, that's that's a good showing for him. Yeah, he had a he did have a great game. Um, biggest biggest surprise to me, honestly, was Tom Brady ended up oh, getting thirty one points. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I don't know he, if you watched any of that game on Sunday night. I I watched the first half uh, because, ah, you know what? I'll save it for when you talk about the matchup between me and Max. Okay, fair, fair. So um, Austin Eckler, he finally was able to show his, his abilities against the Houston defense, had three touchdowns, um, almost yeah. had the same amount of rushing yards as, as passing, I mean, receiving yards, but he just had an all-around great game. So did Tyreek Hill, had 20 uh, Darren Waller, this is the second game in a row where he's under four points. Is mm. is it time to hit the panic button? What do you think? Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm not. It's I'm not tough. panic buttoning on on this yet. Tight ends, Dominic. Unless you have like Travis Kelsey, like they're kind of feast or famine. Right. That is true. And mm-hmm. it's it's very common for tight ends to be streaky right you you might have a tight end one week that puts you up 25 the next week he'll put you up like 14 and then maybe the week after he puts you up like i don't know 13 and you're like you're like okay i got a solid tight end i can bank on you know seven receptions for 60 yards or whatever maybe a touchdown here and there and then sometimes they'll get you like two points on like two targets yeah (laughs) and you're like what the hell (laughs) That is a that is a great um, description of how a tight end works in fantasy because it is if you don't have those top guys then it's kind of tough. I mean, I say that, but then if you look on the other side of this game, Clint had uh, T.J. Huge Cockinson for oh, thirty-five points. See, this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like thirty-five is utterly ridiculous, <laughs> and. And if you go back and look at his point totals from the first three weeks of the season, 5.8, 4.1, 9.3. So you never fucking know what you're going to get with these guys. Hell no. Um, but, I mean, we just continue on with Clint's team because uh, former Aggie Kyler Murray had himself 20, 23 points. Uh, Jonathan Taylor sucks again. Uh, again. What a surprise. You've been saying it every week. He only scores points when he's playing the fantasy man. Yeah, well, good thing for Clint that we're in the same division, so you'll have at least one more good game with him. Yep, so. that's true. Um, 
we were talking about the uh, the pod pressure. James Robinson. I said this last week. We we've been <laughs> hounding him for not playing James Robinson, who uh, he did spend twenty two dollars on. By the way, he only scored two point nine points. <laughs> what a terrible start, dude! Why would what you was do that? What was he thinking? <laughs> Just a stupid move. Like you couldn't be any dumber. Chase Edmonds had nine on your bench. Ouch. Uh, Mike Evans kind of he he took the reins over for James Robinson though. He had twenty eight by himself. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Sorry, twenty six. I read that wrong. My bad. Yeah. Also, also on Clint's team, he had three players uh, under three points and four players under five points for the week. Oh wow. Dominic, have 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 you looked at the um, the recap of this game? Like, do you know which player scored what? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, okay, okay, because I was I was gonna try to get you to guess at which players he had that didn't score. Oh, okay, yeah. Five points, I mean, but they're extremely surprising. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what the kicker more. what the kicker was gonna be was it wasn't his kicker or his defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would have been a fun game. I I did look at it though. Yeah, that it's tough, man. It's he had a thirty-five point guy, a twenty-six point guy, and a twenty-three, and he still lost. That's that hurts. Yeah. But whenever you have Driscoll's lineup, it's kind of hard to beat. That was he had some crazy point scores this week. Yeah, definitely did. Um, but one of the lower point differentials, uh, for yeah. the for the week though, I think less than lowest, less than twelve between them. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go to my game. I don't want to, but we're just gonna do it anyway. So <laughs> gotta rip the I, band-aid off. I played Jo, aka something fruity. Um, it was I was actually projected to win. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're projected um, one thirteen. Yeah, but you know, it just it didn't happen that way. Didn't so get that. Let let me tell you what happened with my team. Sure, Jalen hurts. I don't know how. I, oh, you know what? Miles Sanders. He just kept running, running touchdowns in. Yeah, uh, we'll Jalen get to Hurts, Miles Sanders. Yeah, he only got me about 13 points. And then both of my running backs oh. went straight to the IR. Javante Williams out for the season. ACL tear. Cordero oh. Patterson. I don't, honestly don't even know what's wrong with him, but he's out for like four to five weeks. Jeez. Tough. Those are my – I mean, Javante wasn't really give me points, but those are my dues. Um, I they traded for Javante. I traded for Curtis Samuel. He got me five. Just mm. bonkers bad. Mm. Um, I mean, Travis Kelsey got me nineteen. That's kind of a win. Yeah, but, I, but that's that's he's kicker, he's always going to get you points. My kicker outscored most of my team. Oh, Evan McPherson. Um, you know what's really annoying is Cam Akers. The Rams' offense looks so bad. Tell me I, about it. I he's my number one running back right now, and oh. I just hate it. Um, but on my bench, I had a pretty good bench day. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good the, bench day. I, I decided to put – I don't know why I chose Miami's defense against the Bengals, but I did. And I, I should have played the Patriots. Apparently, they got 10 points against the Packers, but one of a lot of that is from a defensive touchdown. Yep. Um, George Pickens, he's uh, – I think he's going to be Kenny Pickett's favorite target. Uh, he got 102 yards, six catches. He's looking pretty solid right now. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> he, I mean, he 18, only had four catches. That is true. He had 18 points first week. Then he goes and gets one, two, and then 13 whenever I put him on my bench. I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do with this guy. 
Especially like it's they have a Thursday game. It usually hits the under. I have no idea what I need to do. I feel like I might need to play him. We'll move on to Jo's team because he actually is worth talking about. <laughs> so yeah, well, I don't know. 105 points. I guess it's worth talking about. Um, the the important thing for Jo is that he got the three points. He got the dub. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is his third win in a row. Maybe he's stringing something together here. Maybe maybe he's got maybe. consistent boys. Speaking of consistent, let's start with Mr. Consistent himself, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was projected twenty in this game, but only only came away with uh, just under fifth. Uh, yeah, just under fifteen points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing nothing crazy from him. Just same old, same old. Yeah, they're in London. It's kind of hard. It's technically a primetime game, so I think that's why he sucked. Probably. Um, I mean, oops. it's national, international. Yeah. In fun fun fact about that game. So. Uh, the Saints had Andy Dalton playing, and I got this from Pardon My Take, but Kirk Cousins, last time Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton played against each other in London, the game ended in a tie. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just a wild fun fact for you. Thanks. Um, I think I think the big person that we need to highlight out of uh, J.O.'s team is, sorry to do it to you, Dominic, but uh, is LMAO J.K. Dobbins. Uh, <laughs> What a name. 20.3 points. Um, I, I would like to mention Ohio State product. Ohio yep. State. First game um, back. Yeah. I mean, huge, huge game from him. 13 carries, 41 yards, touchdown. Four receptions, 22 yards, touchdown. I mean, talk about getting it done efficiently. Mm-hmm. He four had less He had less yards than Lamar Jackson had rushing yards. And more points. Yes, which is wild. It is wild. And then he's got, say, quads, 17 points. That's kind of expected at this point. He's looking really good this year. I think it's a little fucked up that he scored 17 points and scored less than he was projected. Yeah, that is just insane. That's fucked up. I don't know if you saw any of that game, but um, Daniel Jones gets hurt. So then they bring in the the savior, Tyrod Taylor, which I was thinking, oh, man. Former Texan. He's going to go off. And then he gets a concussion like very soon after. <laughs> so Daniel Jones comes on the field and he's either handing off to Saquon or he's standing like near the sideline as uh, kind of a distraction just so they can run a wildcat offense. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Why, why, why even put him on the field? Like I don't know. It's super strange. Maybe just to kind of trick the other team to make sure they don't like do anything crazy. But uh, Mike Williams, 15 for him. Cortland Sutton, again, you know, double digits, had about 14. Uh, Dallas Goddard, eh. Pittsburgh defense, poop on you. They lost me my survivor pool. We won't get into that. The yeah. only the only bad sit, <clears throat> which kind of hard to play him, is uh, Sex Burkhead. Dude, Sex Burkhead, dude? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't realize it was 20, you know, 19. Yeah, coming out of nowhere. Oh, he's coming somewhere. For oh, sure. he's coming somewhere. Hey, um, <laughs> Amin Wrong? Nah, he was hurt. It was, it was a good yeah, set. It was yeah, a good it set. It's a good <laughs> set. It's a good set. All right, so Ricky and Andrew, something cleverer, and the New York Jets. What closest, a game this was! Closest differential of the of the week. You know, if if you're a fan of just fun fantasy matchups, mm-hmm. 
you're not worried about how good the teams are, how good the players are. If you're just here for the competition aspect of fantasy football, this was the game for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's, let's break it down. Okay. Ricky's team. Something clever. Puts up 105. Patrick Mahomes puts up 30 of them. <laughs> what a surprise. The, yeah. Not, I mean, not didn't, about that one. didn't have a great game last week, but really showed up. I mean, it was a primetime game against Tom Brady. Do you think either one of those quarterbacks was going to go out there and have a stinker? I don't think so. No, definitely not. It was yeah. a fun. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, Joe Mixon had a had a touchdown, pretty solid showing out of him. But he cannot, for the love of God, cannot get into the end zone. <laughs> he he had the one touchdown, but they were on the goal line, uh, and he couldn't go three yards to get a second touchdown in the game. Mm. It was it was pretty good defense by the, by the Dolphins. But come on, Doc, just jump yep. over the line, do something. Yep. Yep. His his other running back. Um, as as you said last week, got um, uh, 13 points, quote-unquote, the hard way. 16 carries, 110 yards, and uh, three receptions for five yards. Mm-hmm. That's Solid a game. Stat. Yeah, it's a great great stat. Great game. And then uh, Terry McLaurin, only two, which is very surprising. Tyler Boyd, you know, T. Higgins is kind of locking up that number two spot. Uh, typically, I feel like Tyler Boyd does get some targets. Like, he's had a couple good games this year, but... T. Higgins kind of ran away with it. Um, Ricky, he did have a good pickup with Najoku for the Browns. Uh, didn't do as well as the last week, but still seven points. I feel like, like you were saying earlier, it's kind of just a solid game for a tight end at this point. Well, and also note, he, he lost the fumble, so he lost two points, and mm-hmm. he had one carry for minus six yards. So <laughs> You know how that's possible. <laughs> yeah, the first time I've seen two negatives on a person's score breakdown, but. Uh, Jamal Williams is really, really taking over for uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, holy as he cow! Needs to be. Yeah, he's killing it. He's definitely one of the league favorites, fan favorites for the league. I feel like. Oh, dude, did you see that video? Dude, he is hilarious. But that's that's kind of it. I mean, biggest biggest surprise. I mean, not really a surprise, but it's a surprise. Jeff Wilson paid thirty seven dollars on his bench once what? again. What a surprise! Points. He got the win, so who cares? But that's a lot of money on the bench. Yep, just just sitting there. Yep, you know who didn't pay money just to put someone on the bench was Andrew. Trevor oh, yeah. paid thirteen bucks for him, solid number. Didn't really show out this time. Only got about nine points. Yeah, yeah, not not great from him. He's. I know we talked about him last week. He had some of those comparable stats to who is mm-hmm. it, Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. I don't know if he's Peyton Manning. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Four fumbles. I did not see that. That is a lot of fumbles. He was oh responsible goodness. for five turnovers. Wow. Maybe that's why the my Max's defense scored so many points on you. That is crazy. Yeah. And then his, his running backs didn't really do him any favors. They both got under 10. He has Zeke and Najee Harris. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Andrew, I'm gonna give it to claps. Him. These are this is a great pickup with uh, Josh Reynolds. He got him Sunday morning before the games. Put him in 17 points. How would he even think to get that guy? I the Tinkerman, the Tinkerman, just picks him up and he says, "You know what? 
put him right in. Oh yeah. Welcome to the team. Just don't think. Just go out and play. Just do it, baby. And then you know, Brees Hall got that touchdown at the end of the game. Got him fourteen. And then the San Francisco 49er defense. Let's talk about them for a second because they played a hell of a game against the Rams. They had a defensive touchdown towards the end, and guess what that did? It knocked the New York Jets into triple digits, baby. Triple digits. Trippy digits. Trippy digits. This was this was definitely something that I saw coming. I mean, he he barely cracked 100, but that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, who cares? You, yeah, doesn't matter. You could score what Andrew scored, you know, a hundred and change, or you could score nine hundred and ninety nine point nine nine. Guess what? Still triple digits. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I think Ricky got the win, but Andrew really got the win here. Andrew Andrew got a win for him. Yes. He didn't get the win, but he got he got a win. Yeah, absolutely. And we're happy for him. Also so get, important to get. note that this game all just barely cracked a total of two hundred points, two hundred six. <laughs> yeah, that is a good that is a good point. Um, but my game with Jo only got one seventy eight, so maybe we should kind of chill out on that. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about you and Max. No. <laughs> no. All right, fantasy man versus. The can't stand is 97.36 on Nathan's side, 116 by Max, led by Mr. Dangerous, Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I have a whole story about this game, and I, I'd be happy to tell it if you'd like me to. Absolutely. Okay, so last week when we were doing the predictions part of the pod, we talked about how this game was going to be great if you were a casual observer or if you were really paying attention. Mm-hmm. And this game was hella back and forth. Oh my gosh, yes. It was hella back and forth. Me and Dom were texting constantly about it. Um, I didn't talk to Max because obviously we were opponents and I didn't want to talk to him. Fuck him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically how it was going down uh, towards the end of Sunday night, or I'm sorry, right before the Sunday night game, I was down by like 15, 16 points or something like that. And Leonard Fournette, the first drive of that game, he has like 35 yards receiving on like three catches. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Four points to start the freaking game, the first drive. Oh, he's yeah. going to have a good game. Projection shot up. Yeah. And then for like two whole drives during the first half, he didn't even get on the field. <laughs> he wasn't there. Rashad White got all the carries. He got everything. Super I was weird. like, I was like, is he hurt? What's going on? Why isn't this guy playing? He's doing amazing. But they didn't play him. Um, towards the very end of the first half, they get a pass interference in the end zone one yard line with like 40 seconds to go. And they have all three timeouts. And I'm like, dope Leonard Fournette time. You're allowed to run the ball. You have timeouts. It's all good. There's no reason to throw it. Right. He comes out on the field and what does Tom Brady do? He throws three passes and scores on third down. And I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. <laughs> I can't believe that. Dude, you know, I, the bowling ball of a running back, and you don't at least try once. 
Right. I was so pissed, dude. I was like, you know what? Um, there's, I, there's no way I can win this game. It's ridiculous. And Fournette ended up scoring later on in that game, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He, um, you have to walk through his stats really quick because it's just ridiculous what he has. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stat line from Leonard Fournette. <clears throat> three carries for negative three yards. <laughs> Seven, seven out of seven receiving for fifty-seven and a touchdown for a total of fourteen point nine. That's a receiver stat line. That's what is ridiculous. going on? That is that is a bad Debo game right yeah, there. Tom, is what that is. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! But yeah, where where this game really got uh, crazy for me was, and Dom, I uh, texted you about this last night because mm-hmm. going going into the Monday night game. Uh, I had my quarterback slot left to play, and Max had Debo Samuel. And at the end of the Sunday night game, I was down by, I think, three points or something like that. It was a very close game. It was basically whoever scored more out of Debo and Matt Stafford, that's who was going to win the game. That's what yeah. kind of what it boiled down to. Or whoever was going to be my quarterback. Because before the Tampa game started, because I had Rashad White on my bench, I thought to myself, hey, if I'm able to get a lead on Max or if it's super close, I could swap out Matt Stafford. I could pick up Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh. I could toss Garoppolo into my starting lineup and because my logic there was, hey, I could cuff Debo because if Debo has a good game, that means Garoppolo's got to have a good game. Yeah. Right? It's Just great, match him, match him touchdown for touchdown. Mm-hmm. Right? So I go ahead and make that move. I drop Rashad White, and shout out to Clint for picking him up because I guess he's good now. I saw like four different Twitter pages that were like, Rashad White, pick his ass up. And I was like, what the hell? He didn't do shit. (laughs) But anyways, um, I decided to leave Stafford in there. I I didn't think Garoppolo was going to outscore Debo, which is what I was going to have to have him do. Yeah. And... Um, and he hasn't given you reason either with, with what he has. He has about 18 and then 10 for the two games he's played. Yeah. And, I mean, looking looking at the final scores and how the the, the scores of Stafford and uh, Garoppolo played out, it wouldn't have mattered. But mm-hmm. I just want to hi- highlight Matthew Stafford with a, a huge 3.76 points. Um, not great. It's It was crazy because – you look at his stat line, and it, he had 32 for 48, 250 yards, and then he still only had three points. And I didn't realize, but it's because he had an interception, a fumble lost, and a pick six. So he had minus seven points. Mm. So he would have gotten you 10. <laughs> Great. Yeah, very insane, helpful. Insane fantasy value out of Stafford. I just don't understand what's going on with him this year. Yeah. But the uh, the other interesting fact about this game is your bench. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would love to once again for the second time on the pod discuss Miles. He's a bad pick. I don't think he's going to be good. I think you picked you shouldn't have picked that guy, Sanders. Um, Twenty eight point six. Can't score points on the bench, Nate. I know. That's something that we talk about all the time, and he just went for a casual 134 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, my goodness. 
crazy week out of him. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've started him once this year. I haven't. That's tough. Haven't I started haven't. him once, and he's gotten a pretty pretty solid starting. I guarantee you, though, the first time you start him, he's not going to do good at all. Well, then he's going to suck this week. It's just the way he goes. That's the way the news goes. So what about Max's team? Oh, man, you got to make me talk about Max's team. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we already uh, uh, touched on Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. Put up 30 points. God, I just kept watching that game. and I was Out of like, nowhere. What the hell, man? Not cool. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook, once again, that's the uh, London game. Put up just under 10. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Debo. Debo ended up putting t- up 20 on Monday night. That's the one that, that really killed me. Um, some other crazy ones, uh, Dalton Schultz, goose egg, no the points. triple goose. No points. Oh, for three. Zero, zero. That's rough. Yeah. Big, big story in Max's starting lineup though, the Philly defense. And I actually texted you about this, uh, yes. Dominic before the game started, uh, Dom, his starting running back, uh, Etienne, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they were playing the Eagles this week, mm-hmm. and before this uh, games happened, I was like, "Does Max know he's starting his running back against his defense?" Because <laughs> I feel like that's fantasy one hundred and one, right? Like, there's there's no way neither of those positions have good games, because every time you score, you lose points. So it's- that's that's been a conversation that me and him have had for a few years now, because. I always say the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, I, I want to use the Patriots defense here, but I have this guy playing as my receiver. And every time he says that, it doesn't matter because there are times where the player can do well and the defense also scores points. But, like, it's it's hard to root for, you know? Like, it's very – like, the only way that you can have a good player production and a good defensive production is, like, your defense only scores maybe 10 like you can't have yeah. good like solid shows. You can't have a 17 and a good running back. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like the only way both of them have good games is like you said or your wide receiver or running back goes off and like mm-hmm. your defense has like a pick six or like five sacks. Yeah. You know, they like score a lot of points. They lose yeah. a lot of points, but they score a lot of points. And I think we might need to have him on here to to kind of plead his case because I feel like I'm not giving all the points that he does and he could probably explain it much much better. But we'll have to ha- maybe have him on to talk about it. Yeah. Um, also, um, I just wanted to mention on my team uh, three three guys that had really really good games today: uh, Reese James, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, and um, Wesley Fofana got got the uh, debut debut uh, debut goal today. We'll say love that. Um, yeah, huge huge game from those guys from the Blues. Huge. So, uh, Max knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so last thing I'll, I'll mention about this matchup is there's a, actually, sorry, a few things. So Romeo Dubes, he ended up scoring, was it two touchdowns? Oh, no, one and then one oh, called back, unfortunately. Yeah. So he got one. That ended up being Aaron Rodgers' 500th touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. How about huge. that? Um, also before the game, Matthew Stafford's completion percentage was 72.5%. What? That is high. I think it was the second highest in the league uh, before the game. It is now at 67.5. Oh, He didn't do too well. Um, oh. 
I might be getting that stat wrong because I just quick searched on a. It's actually now at seventy point seven. So Phil, still check down, that for still us. Very high, yeah. Come on, Phil. And then the other the other news is that Nathan. I hate to say it because I always complain to Max about this. I I usually have a lot of points scored against me because my defense. I just don't play defense. You officially overtaken me as the most points against you. Hey, I'm how at, about I'm at, that? I'm at 484. You were at 502. When I lose, I lose big, baby. And then Sleeper also put a little poop emoji by your number. <laughs> That's a tough scene. <laughs> That's not cool, man. But That's also, not cool at all. also keep in mind, I played Isaac, so that is true. That is true. Um, so at this point in the pod, we, you know, expected to have have Robbie on, but at this point, we're just gonna have one next week, maybe. Just didn't want to answer the call, but still hasn't know. called. He's yeah, been on for forty five minutes and still nothing. Was sent straight to voicemail, so that's that's super cool. Um, but you know, we'll just we'll just keep moving on. Um, there was no sleeper winners again this week. I God. I'm pretty sure Isaac might have sent one in the Discord, but I I think he photoshopped it, so I'm not gonna believe Fake. that at all. Until Fake it's in news. the sleeper app, I don't believe it one bit. Fake so news. Let's, let's see some more. I feel like people might be running out of those those buckaroos, but whatever. I want to see those sleeper uh those sleeper parlays. Yeah. So let's get to the waiver wires. Juicy this week. Juicy. So I'm going to start off because I have a bone to pick with with this first one. Oh, no. Tyler Algier, he was picked up by Andrew. Okay. He had a $23 bid. The other bids were Rob at 17 and me at 13. I I thought 13 was a little high. I don't really know like what other people were going to do. But I just lost two running backs, and these two – they don't need a running back. Like, why are they spending so much money on this guy? Let me, Dominic, let me read you Rob. Rob okay. has Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, and uh, Kareem Hunt. He has three solid-ass running backs that get him points every week. And then Andrew, he has uh, Najee Harris and Zeke, which Zeke is iffy, and Brees Hall. What the hell do you need another running back for? I need him. <laughs> don't take him from me. <laughs> So, Dominic, I could personally say I knew that both of your running backs were fucked. Yes. And I knew you were going to be in the market to pick up some running backs this week. Mm-hmm. So that's why I bid on a couple of running backs. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> so, I mean, Dominic, I understand where you're coming from. I understand you're upset, but when you're in that situation, you gotta you gotta I, pull a Jeff. I know you gotta I drop thirties. I had to I had to bid high, but honestly, I think I'm okay with Tyler Algier. I he might end up being really good, but we'll see. Are do you do you think you're okay? I don't know. Let's just move on. Jared Goff. He was picked up by Maxi Waxy. Um, he he told me that he was gonna put. I think originally he had a lot of money put on him. And then he kind of brought it down. And then he was like, let me put my lucky number 18. Ended up winning for him. You were the next bid at five. And then Driscoll, he, he was kind of like, hey, if I get him, I get him. He had a $0 bid. Didn't get it. 
Yeah, and the, I don't think there's really that many teams in the league that are having such a bad quarterback year, other yeah. than maybe me and maybe Max, I guess. So I was like, I don't really think anybody's going to bid on this guy. I mean, there was there was a couple quarterbacks out there that you know I was kind of going back and forth on, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, Jared Goff, this Lions offense kind of looks legit. You know, let's yeah. let's 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 throw a Lincoln on there and see what happens. I like it. Yeah, because he's had what like a 15 point game, then a 32, then another like 18, and then this 38 that he had just now. Like he's putting up numbers. It's crazy. Just yeah. kind of on and off. Uh, you actually had a pickup. You had Isaiah McKenzie for fourteen dollars. No other bid. I was I was shocked by that. I was shocked by that. Honestly, I mean, uh, I I think he's in concussion protocol, so maybe that's why people were a little oh, scared. I was wondering what's going on with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me just let he's me just player. get Philip on that real quick. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. So so he he is in fact in um, concussion protocol, but I mean. Last week, still managed to put up 10, and the week before that, he put up 17. So yep. he's he's definitely looking like somebody that uh, Josh Allen is starting to trust mm-hmm. and, you know, might might see emerge as a uh, number two guy. Absolutely. So we'll see. Um, could have got him for free, though. So just got to mention free. that a few more times. Um, the next fine. one who could have gotten it for free, Rob. He picked up Will Disley. Who? I don't know. Uh, I was I'm looking at his stats right now, and apparently he's a great tight end. He has <laughs> he, he had 11 points week one. He had one week two, but that's 49ers. They don't give any points. Then he had 10 and 11, like a solid showing from tight end. Wow! For three weeks out of the four, so I kind of get why he picked him up. But look at Rob just finding these very like lower name tight ends, but putting throwing some coin at him. Diamonds in the rough. I kind of respect it. Could have got for free though. Um, So the next one, I (laughs) I think this is so funny. Uh, I was looking at the the list of waiver winners. So like like Nathan said, I'm I'm in the market. Uh, My I think my biggest bet, yeah, thirteen was for Tyler Algier. My next one was Raheem Mostert. I I put down twelve dollars. The next bid was Nate at nine. So I beat you there, three dollars, no big deal, whatever. But That's okay. the the story here is that Andrew, who snaked Tyler from me, he would have snaked Raheem Mostert from me. But once you click on the bid, it says in in letters, it says, um, "Unfortunately, your roster will have too many players after this transaction." So and because, oh, because of that, Jesus. Andrew's twenty one dollar bid was completely void. And I won Raheem Mostert. Come on, man! You gotta, you gotta be better than that. Andrew. That is, that you're, is so scummy. Like your why would administrative department it? has got to be better than that. I feel like Sleeper would have just like added him on the roster and said, "Hey, you need to, you need to lose one." But hey, I'll take it. Thank you for Raheem. I guarantee you, though, Algiers gonna do better and Raheem's gonna get two. But we're just gonna move on. Um, <laughs> I, I also had another pickup that I could have gotten for free. Which I'm very surprised. Octavius Murray. Sorry. Latavius Murray. Octavius. He, he was on the Saints. Uh, usually does pretty well as a backup. But then he got uh, picked up by the Denver Broncos from the Saints practice squad, which I didn't think was actually possible. Um, but, yeah, I spent 8 bucks on him. He's a backup for backups. So I don't know why I did but maybe he goes off. Who knows? Because both of your running backs went on IR. That's why you did it. That's why. And <laughs> what's wild is Melvin Gordon is still playing for the Broncos, even though he fumbles like 
all the time. It's crazy. Uh, Mike Boone, which we're talking about Broncos running backs, picked up by Driscoll, $7. Could have gotten him for free. Um, Jags D, picked up by J.O. And I think this is hilarious because I think he listened to the podcast because instead of the normal $2 that everyone puts on defense, he put three. Hashtag pod pressure. Because I think everyone is going to put two, listen to the pod, so he went one more. So I, I respect that. Um, Denver defense picked up by pay to win Jeff, but he did, Jeff. he did not pay to win because he has no money. But he did, Jeff. he did win. No one else got him. Um, another interesting note is that J.O., he dropped the Eagles kicker, Jake Elliott, for Greg Joseph. Never heard of him. Dropped his own kicker. Fly, Eagles, fly. Am I right? Drop, drop kicked his own kicker? Nerd. Okay. That, okay. That's all that, we have that, for the uh That wasn't waiver. supposed to be funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good job not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Um, oh God, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to uh, dicks with picks. Dicks with picks. First off, what do you say we review last week's picks? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay, so last week, um, the the first matchup we had was Isaac versus Matt. I had selected Isaac on that one, and you picked Matt. So I had the dog. And the dog ended up winning. Good for Thank you. you and speaking of dogs, we both picked Rob in yep. the next matchup. Honestly, easy pick. Pay to win, Jeff. I think you're out of money, son. I think so. Yeah, broke. Can, can he be pay to win, Jeff, anymore? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the next one, Driscoll versus Clint. I actually got this one, and you got it wrong. That is true. So, I thought Clint was going to pull it off, but Driscoll, his, his boy showed out. Thought he was going to pull it off. Ended up pulling out. Um, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the next one we both got wrong because we both thought that you were going to win between yeah. you and J.O. Yeah. yeah. Let's just skip it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Um, I had Andrew in this one. And, I mean, where I didn't predict him winning correctly, I did predict he was going to have over 100 points. So I feel like I deserve something there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I do like that. I think we should have an extra bet. Where if we kind of like guess something like that, like if we guess, oh, this team, this game is going to be the highest scoring game, that should kind of maybe add a point or something somewhere. Mm. That'd be kind of okay. fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you picked Ricky in that one, so you beat me in that one. And then yeah. in the one between me and Max, we both picked me. And we both lost that one. So <laughs> that brings my record uh, from last week to 2-4, and four, and you were 3-3. Three and three. Total season records. Um, you got uh, one game on me. Six and six, and I'm sitting at five and seven, just under 500. Yay, yay. So hopefully we can turn that around this week. Yeah, let's see what we can do. Let's uh, let's go to the first matchup with uh, Rob at the good boys and Ricky, something cleverer. Mm. I'm looking at these matchups, and, like, I was going through pretty pretty deep earlier. Oh. And uh, two elite quarterbacks, Josh Allen versus Mahomes, they're both projected like 28, 29 points. That's a hard number to hit for anybody, like even for, for those two. So that'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see if they actually hit those numbers. Um, I don't know, Josh Jacobs, like against Kansas City, that's a bad uh, pass defense, so they're probably going to be airborne a lot. 
usually is with the with the Raiders. But Damian Pierce against the Jags, like all these people, they have so many chances to go off. Um, but my official pick, I'm I'm going with Robbie Boy. You going with Robbie? I'm going um, with Robbie. Well, yeah, I mean, just looking at Robbie's lineup, you can definitely bank on, what is it, 18.7 points exactly at a CD lamp. Yeah. He, he does it every time. Um, but to highlight what you were talking about, this quarterback matchup we have, I mean, obviously elite, elite matchup, like you said, but um, Josh Allen's going to be playing at Pittsburgh, and I have a little wind emoji here for, for uh, Pittsburgh that day on sleeper so do you think that that could affect his performance so i actually did some digging on that and in the past um unless it's hurricane size winds like uh you know 30 miles an hour it really doesn't affect throwing that much it definitely affects kickers but with throwing the ball especially because it's you know most of the time they're doing shorter passes and that spiral cuts through the wind it doesn't affect too much with passing like i think the stat was it's like uh for completion percentage it only drops it down a few percent so yeah also we'll have to watch that and see what happens i feel like josh allen still goes off he's he's on the best offense in the league so i still think it's gonna be good but um so in that i think robbie's gonna win i don't know about who do you who do you have um, I, I also think Robbie's going to win. I think he, I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a really good game. I think Josh Allen is going to have just a good game. I think okay. Mahomes maybe outscores him by about 10, but I think this is going to be the game that we really start to see Jamar chase. I think this is going to be the game where he kind of breaks out a little bit. And yes, okay. he had 23 points in week one, but I see a big game out of him this week. Okay. Yeah, I see a big game out of him. Um, I mean, you can just count on Will Disley putting up 10 or 12. Yeah. And just looking looking across the gridiron here at Ricky's team, I mean, yeah, we talked about Mahomes. Uh, Jamal Williams, I mean, amazing story, amazing dancer. I don't know if he's going to be able to produce what he produced last week again. I kind of hope I'm proved wrong because I think the dude is hilarious. Yeah. But I'm also really not liking this Adam Thielen situation. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I just, I don't trust him right now. So, um, I mean, he's had some pretty good games the last couple of weeks, but I think he has a stinker this week. Okay. So, Division matchup, I, I think you could be right. Division matchups are tough. You never know. Yeah, I will say Jamal Williams, he is projected only 10, and he's gotten 23 the last two weeks. So that'll be that'll be kind of fun to watch there. Um, I did put uh, Ricky – let's see. What is the spread there? It's about nine points. Ricky doesn't currently have a kicker. So that could be a little bit different. I'm still taking Robbie with, with, those, with those points. I'm with you. Cool. So next one, ugh, me versus Isaac. Isaac's currently number two. He's looking to get that number one spot back potentially. And, you know, I think this – oh, no, this actually is not the biggest spread of the of the week, but 14-point difference right now. I I mean, he has a great team. I think he's going to score a lot of points. But I'm, I'm going to score way more. I'm taking the king down. He's losing two in a row. Put me on the scoreboard as dump with the points. Dump with the points. Um, yeah, looking at this, looking at this matchup here, 
Isaac being a 14-point favorite. I don't think that's enough. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm still taking my boy Dump Thickman. I think, oh, I think, I think the pickups he made this week are going to be decent. And I think Cam Akers comes to play. Ooh. I know that that's, that's a bold statement, mm-hmm. but I think he comes to play. And, man, it's it's hard to pick against Isaac, man. But um, I'll say that it's, it's hard to see Lamar having two bad weeks. <laughs> this, this could be a kicker. So I've watched pretty much every game from start to finish these, these last four weeks. This, this weekend I'll be at a wedding. And on our, on our way home is pretty much the whole time during football. So I'm going to be missing all of it. And I think since I'm not watching it, my team could go off. <laughs> I think there's some some tinfoil hat conspiracy going on in my brain, <laughs> and we're just going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got here. What, what, what's our next matchup? Next matchup, we have uh, we have Matt and JWoww. Matt okay. and JWoww. Matt is just under or just over six and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the big things we talked about. Already this pod and last pod was how important last game was for Matt. And I think he is going to continue that momentum. Um, I think I think he heard what we said about him. I think I think the media, you know, may, maybe got some uh, locker room uh, whiteboard material. Okay, and okay. They, they really came to play last week, and I think they just keep rolling with that. I like it. Um, you know, they're, they're both coming off good wins. They're both three and one right now. I think this could be. I I still think Rob and Ricky will have the highest scoring matchup, but I think um, this Matt versus Jo is gonna be is gonna be you versus Max of last week. I think it's gonna be the the one to watch. It's gonna be close. It's, I think the the projections are gonna go flippy flop, snip snap snip snap. Oh. I think it's gonna be good, but I can see I can see Rashad Penny not having the same game as he did last week. Um, Ju- uh, Justin Jefferson again with a uh, a division game in Chicago. I mean, he's probably gonna have a really good game, but you know, a, a girl can dream. But he's got <laughs> Jo's got J.K. Dobbins and Saquon Barkley. He's got Mr. Consistent Sutton and um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins in an early game, so I mean, that means he's gonna be really good. Yep. Uh, so I'm actually gonna take Jo. I think this is the this is actually the first one that we have separately. So. There's going to be points somewhere. But yeah. I think Jay is going to come out with a dub this time. Especially okay. if Monte Brown can play. Yeah, that's true. Um, The next one, we have Broke Pay to Win Jeff versus number 12, the New York Jets. Yep, yep, Andrew yep. Sagafi. Um, to be honest with you, Dom, I haven't done too much research on this one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of picking off gut on this one. Okay. Um. I'm picking off gut on this one, and once again, I'm picking the New York Jets. I'm, pi- I'm, I'm picking the New York Jets, and I would also like to double down. I'd like to double down and say that the New York Jets win this matchup with less than 100 points. Ooh. I love that prediction. I'm going to keep a close eye on that. And if you get both of those, I think that deserves 
two two notches in the win column. That's double okay. points. Okay. That's double okay. points if you get both of, both of those right. I am making a note in the spreadsheet. That one's double D. All right. We, we're shaking hands through the air. Um, so we kind of have on our spreadsheet here, we have our picks, and I kind of blocked mine out, so Nathan wasn't really uh, swayed by mine. But I also have Andrew. I think he gets his first dub this week. Uh, really? Pay to win Jeff. I, I think his his uh, his money is running low physically and it's gone mentally. you know I think it's gone it's, it's gonna take a hit on him uh, his his running backs they're playing tough defenses here I don't know man I think the only player that's gonna do really well is Devonte Adams I think C-Mac gets shut down I think Carlio Herbert gets shut down and Joe Burrow in Baltimore I mean he could either go off or get zero who knows I'm I'm taking mm. I'm taking the New York Jets first dub, lock it in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, last. Last. We didn't, we didn't talk about your matchup. Oh, we did it. No, we skipped it. Oh. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um. I've mentioned this several times on the pod. I'm never picking myself to lose. <laughs> that's that's not how this organization operates. We hold ourselves to a higher standard and we leave it all out on the field or on the bench if it's Miles Sanders. Um, I was looking at this matchup. So number one, it's hilarious because I projected to lose by 20 points. 20 points. <laughs> I, projected I, I projected 104 in Driscoll. The Anauropists are projected 124. 124. And I was looking at because like you know how sleeper will tell you like if it's a good or bad matchup if it's in red orange or green (laughs) every single one of his players has a green matchup oh my goodness (laughs) every single one (laughs) oh my god i think that's the highest anyone's been projected like this whole this whole year so far i don't think anyone's been over 120 and if they have it's barely Oh my God! Just Tyreek Hill playing the Jets, the oh, real life Jets. My goodness! Oh no! God! And then Alaire playing the Raiders. Tom Brady playing Atlanta. I look back at his stats. His last two times playing Atlanta, he kind of goes off. He had <laughs> thirty nine points last year for the first one, and then thirty three the next. So that'll be interesting. Stephon Diggs. I mean, it's just Stephon Diggs. He's gonna go yeah. off. Don't um, matter. Darren Waller playing against a bad defense with Kansas City. I think he goes off too. But guess what? I think he's so hyped up this game. And I think um, this is the this is the week of upsets. I think Nathan also, I think you get your first dub. I'm, Hell I'm calling, yeah. I'm calling you and Andrew. I'm gonna put in a parlay. Can I oh. put in can I put in a parlay for, for double pew, points? Pew, 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 parlay. I'm saying Nate and Andrew get their first win, and that'll give me two points if I win it. Mm, okay. So if if one of us lose though, you don't get any, right? If that I mean, I'm down to do that if you want. Well, I mean, that's 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 what a parlay is. You got to get both of them. That is true. So really, if we both win, you get 3 points. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's if it's like that, then then we do even more. Then, yeah, we do with 3 points. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm down. And then okay. so yours is yours is Andrew win under 100 points. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right, let's get let's get to Max's uh, matchup here. Yep. Max Max is playing the 
Sorry, I did I did misspe- misspeak earlier. I said his team name is the Canstanias. It's actually the Costanzas. The he, Costanzas. He was, he was trying to go back to his first year in the league, um, which shout out to him. He got third place his first year. And my first two years, I was like ninth and 11th. <laughs> um, I won my first year. Yeah, so. Nate, we get it. All right, shut up about it. So, no, no. Until you're on the trophy, no. Your right. your your name is on the trophy twice. I can't really talk shit about that. Twice, twice. Jolly good show. <laughs> uh, let's hope it's a, jo- a jolly good show with uh, something clever in the Costanzas, though. Yeah. Um. Obviously, after the matchup I just had last week, um, I'm predicting Max to lose. Just just like his favorite uh, football team, AC Milan, lost this evening in in uh, West London against the um, the best team in London, which is Chelsea, of <laughs> course. 3-0 in the Champions League. Oof. Was not close. Milan looked a shambles. They're really going to have to get it together for the second leg of this uh, next week. So is so. that going into your pick, or are you thinking since since AC Milan lost, are you thinking Max is going to lose as well? Are you going Clint? Oh, definitely going with Clint. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm here to say Forza Milan. I'm going with Max here. I think his players have very good matchups. Um, he's got Olave against Seattle, a lot of points there. I think Dalton Schultz finally gets over zero points. That'd be nice. The only the only bad matchup is Marquise Brown is against the Eagles. Other than that, he's got Debo against Carolina, Etienne against Houston. I think we have a bad run defense, better secondary. Uh, Dalvin Cook against a shaky Chicago defense. I think it's. I think he's going to show out this week. I'm going with Max here. Okay. Um, I would just like to mention something to you, Dominic. And just now you said I think we have a bad run defense. Uh, are you on the field? <laughs> Touche, salesman. The Houston Texans have a bad run defense. I I'm sorry. I just have I don't like it when people say we. Oh really? <laughs> Sports teams. I think it's stupid. Like I get it. Like I know what I'm saying sounds stupid, but at the same time, it's like okay, you have no idea. I I have no idea, but you have no idea what it's like to be a professional athlete. Please stop saying we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meaning we as a collective, as in my team is the Houston Texans, so we, you know. Like I know. I, you, I, you and and I, I, I understand the I. argument. I understand the argument, but that's my side. I also, Philip's probably going to hate that I just said you and I. I don't think that's the right way to do it. Philip, can we fact check on that? Can you yeah, give me some yeah. grammar there? Um, Thanks, Philip. Fuck you. I'm still saying we. We have a bad run defense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Oh man. I think we're already bleeding into off the wall. We need to. We need to focus. We need to get back. <laughs> All right. So our next segment typically would be trivia, um, and I, I don't mean to shit on Rob all the time, but we we originally had an interview planned, and I had some some trivia questions in there. So I think this week we're just gonna skip it, and we'll save it for next week. I think that probably sounds good, right, Nate? Yeah. No. That's that's definitely what happened. We. When I say we, you did a lot of legwork into preparing for Rob to be on the show, and same deal. He's still not here, so um, yeah, we did, no we did tribute get a text this week. About twelve minutes ago, he said, "I don't know how I missed that FaceTime call. It's because it went straight to voicemail, Robert." But anyways, um, I think we can just go straight to Max Maxelangelo. 
Maxilangelo time. Okay. So I do have a precursor to this segment. Um, Max currently, he has been extremely busy at work. Classic excuse. No, I'm just kidding. He actually is really busy. So he wasn't able to make a new Photoshop. So this one is from last year that he made whenever he was kind of singling out players that he was going against. Um, so this one, it's still a great picture. Uh, we're going to send it in the Discord still. But if you have seen it, that's that's the reasoning. Um, he's going to hopefully pick it up strong next week and have a good one. But this one is still amazing. I, I had to look at it. So my reaction, I'm still going to laugh because it's amazing. But, yeah, I think that's just kind of – I wanted to say that piece. Let everyone know that if you've seen it before, sorry. Max will, Max will get a better one soon. Okay, are you ready to look at it? I'm ready. All so right, rolling. I, I left in the last from last week too, so you'll you'll have to scroll past that first. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. It's just ridiculous. All right, let me know when you're about to do the new one. Okay, hold on. I just want to mention on the one from last week. <laughs> I love Isaac's head-to-head ratio. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. His head is so small on top of his shoulders, and the other one is just huge. You can tell because he he tried to match up the waistline with the <laughs> with Isaacs. Oh goodness! And if by the way, if you're not in the league and you're listening somehow and you want to see this picture, I mean, I can send it to you. It'd be ridiculous, but just let me know. <laughs> All right, so let's All let's right. move on to the next one. The only thing I'll say is a precursor again. Uh, Max is playing Clint this week, so let that let that sit in your head first. Okay, I'm scrolling. All right, here we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's just, that's the best one yet. I don't I don't know how he does it on his fucking phone, but it's so good. <laughs> Like my fa- <laughs> my favorite part of this is the fact that in the parts where it needs to be like photoshopped and it's like the detail portion, aka the mouth, yeah, <laughs> it looks so good. And it's then crazy, and then the the part where he clearly cropped it out of whatever video he was watching that day. Mm -hmm. It's just like a line. Like, it's just like, here's the other part. (laughs) (laughs) As a, as a very, um, like high level, very broad description without getting into too much detail. Um, Clint is a Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, there are a few levels to this Photoshop. There is a Vikings cheerleader with Clint's face on top of that. And then, and then one more thing on that. And, like, the detail with, like, the hand. Like, <laughs> both hands. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my God, I forgot. I didn't even see the top one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for everyone to see this. This is golden. Oh, my God. And honestly, dude, my favorite part of this, Max found the perfect photo of Clint. Like, obviously, like, he it fucked really around is. with the mouth or whatever. <laughs> fucked around with the mouth or whatever. But Clint just looks like he's just like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can't handle this for much longer. Oh, goodness gracious. It's it's perfectly <laughs> – it's so good. And I think he even put, like, a little little bit of a, a color difference on the on the left side of the mouth. 
like oh, to kind of make oh there's it, some there's some airbrushing going yeah. on there good job max i it still blows my mind without even a stylus like he's just all fingers it's crazy <laughs> oh he's all fingers absolutely bonkers oh god that that was a good that's a good picture that was tremendous <laughs> well damn dominic that's uh that's the pod that's i mean pod. i mean we got off the wall coming up if you got anything but um if once again if you're not into this see ya bye <laughs> but um, um i don't know i mean not not too much happened this weekend uh i did make that uh Brajol, which is oh really- dude talk to me about that that looks so good so have you ever seen do you have hulu by chance yeah i have hulu have you seen the show chef or no bo- sorry bear yeah the bear it's so good yeah so that's Great actually show. i got the idea from that um I've got a few ideas because, I mean, everything they cook in that show just looks so good. Basically, so Brajol, it's a, and it's an Italian-American dish, and it's typically – it's kind of like whatever is left in your pantry is like how they kind of got the dish. So what it is, usually, you know, either sirloin or flank steak or whatever, pound that up so it's like nice and thin. And then what you do is you put a little slice of uh, prosciutto. And then you put, uh, like, this breadcrumb mixture, which is usually, you know, oregano, um, basically Italian seasoning in there, like salt, pepper, um, oregano, basil, uh, whatever you want. And then some people put, like, some kind of nut, uh, mm. pine nut. I didn't mm. have any of those, but I, I definitely want to try that next time. It just I feel like it just adds something else to it. Oh, for sure. I think, personally, that's where I kind of messed up. I didn't season the meat as much as I should have. I think I could have done better there. So next time I try it, that's that's kind of where I'm going to be focused on. But then okay. once you do that, you you roll that up, all of it, uh, with a little bit of parsley in there too. Roll it up and then tie it with some twine. And that kind of keeps the shape because what you want to do after that is you brown it, which I learned recently is whenever you are doing a like a long, slow cook, if you brown the meat, like it sear it on all the yeah, sides, yeah, it kind of like it kind of holds in all that flavor. Yeah. So that's another thing that I kind of could have done better. Um, Cause whenever I ate it, it, it definitely felt like something was missing with the meat. Yeah. Um, but you basically yeah. you brown it and then you cook all the sauce and you let that brujol, like that, the pinwheel kind of thing cook in the sauce. Mm. Yes. And oh, dude, it had our apartment smelling so good. Oh yeah, cause, yeah, because that's that's gonna do a couple things for you. So that the sear, not only is it gonna lock in those juices and those flavors, it's mm-hmm. also gonna add a little bit of texture when you actually go oh, to eat it. That's a good. Yeah. That's a really good point. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it's, yeah, because you're gonna have the texture of the sauce. The meat itself is gonna be tender because you're cooking it for so long at a low mm-hmm. heat, especially in that sauce, because that was a tomato sauce, which is very acidic. So that's going to help to break down those meats as well. So that's going to be super tender. And that sear on the outside would just add, like I said, that texture. Not quite a crunch, but mm-hmm. enough that you know, you'll know you definitely notice and you'll have a nice balance there. Dude, absolutely. That's a good point because I ate some uh, leftover today. And definitely, I mean, it could have gotten a little bit more chewy from the microwave. But I think I know exactly what you're talking about where it gives you a little bit of texture. Mm-hmm. I, cause that's a, that's another thing with, with our oven, it's one of those electric coils. So it's hard to judge how, like the heat that I need to use. So I think I just need to go higher, higher temperature 
and that'll actually get a good sear because I feel like it was too low and it just kind of, you know, cooked it rather than seared it. Wait, so when you say to like brown it or sear it, you're not doing that on a pan. You're doing it in the oven. No, did I say oven? I meant yeah. uh, stovetop. I had it in the same oh, huge, like, huge okay. pot. Yeah, I, I I worded that wrong. Okay. But yeah, I have it in the huge pot that I cook it in because then with all the juices or um, like browning that happens onto the the bottom of the pot, I just use that straight in for the the sauce that I cook. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you did you sear it in olive oil or anything? Yeah, but I, I again I just don't think I had it hot enough. Yeah. But, you know, next time. I, yeah. I love that you – because you had – in high school, you took a class. You took home economics, and then that kind of got – I feel like that kind of kick-started your love for cooking, right? Yeah, I took um, – the the pre-rec, pre-rec was um, life, nutrition, and wellness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the actual class I took was culinary arts, and it was sick. That was such a oh, dope man. class, dude. Yeah. Dude, I was we, we had like a professional ass kitchen, like That's full so stainless steel, like a 14 gas burner stove. Dude, Damn. it was legit. We had a walk-in fridge and freezer. It was almost it was it was like sick. a restaurant kitchen. No, it definitely was. That is cool. And it was great because that class was back-to-back periods. It was a, two, a double period class. So it was fourth period, fifth period, and then my sixth period was lunch. Oh. So it was just like food for like four hours every day. I, I <laughs> wish I would have done that because I did like tech theater or something stupid like that. <laughs> and like because you would – I would go over to your house and you would <laughs> – you'd be in the kitchen just chopping shit up. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I was like, it smells amazing in here. And you're just like, making salsa. You want some? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I learned it in class. I was like, oh my god, put me in there. Yeah. So my my food advice for people, because like you said, I do really enjoy cooking. And what's super important, everyone should have a couple of things they can always make. Number one, you need to be able to make a good appetizer, whether that's a salsa, whether it's a dip, whether mm. it's a a whatever. Everyone needs to be able to make one good appetizer. Right, you can bring it to parties. People are like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy that always brings the spinach dip, or whatever." Oh, yeah, um, everyone needs to be able to make one good entree to feed a lot of people. Okay, so if you have people coming over, and let's say it's more than like a group of four, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can be hard to put together a meal like that because if you're trying to do just like regular steaks or you're cooking like burgers, if you can't use a grill or if it's yeah. cold outside or whatever, you need to be able to cook something that you can feed more than four people with. For me, it's my baked ziti. Oh, Pasta is yeah. kind of a cop-out in this category, but it works. And if you do it well, it's totally worth it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's easy to make sides for that. You know, you can whip together a salad hours in advance and just wait <laughs> to put the dressing on oh, until yeah. it's time to serve. And you just got to make some garlic bread. Also mm-hmm. very easy. You prepare that in advance, toss it in the broiler, and then you're ready to roll. Oh, it's so, so good. So good. Yeah. And if you have a good dessert recipe, that could be a good one too. I mean, I'm lucky because, number one, Vicky loves to bake. She is amazing. She actually just made some cookies tonight, and Ooh. she freaking crushed it, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. She she absolutely crushed it. She used um, the kosher salt, which is a little bit more uh, granular. You know, 
You know yeah, what yeah. kosher salt is. Oh yeah, and Flaky so salt almost. yeah, and so while that bakes in the cookie, so regular salt just kind of dissolves and you don't really taste it in the cookies, okay. right? Because it kind of gets evenly distributed throughout the batter. But mm. with these kosher salt bits, you actually, while you're eating the cookie, you'll get just a pop of salt. Oh. And it's really nice. You get a really nice, nice um, salty and sweet in their M&M cookies. So you mm. have that M&M and then you catch one of those little salt flakes. And oh, man, it's great. I got to try one of those. Uh, for some uh, context here, Vicky made some cookies. I don't. I can't remember the last time I was there, but Max and I were there. She made these Italian cream cookies or lemon cookies, and in her head they were so bad, like she hated them. But even her, like I thought they were amazing. Her bad baking is still so good. It's oh crazy. my god! Oh She's my been god! It. Is she still doing and, the business? Uh, so she doesn't do it as much anymore. She, oh, okay. she's more just kind of like, she'll do it for friends, oh, okay. but she's not really like super advertising it out or anything like that. But yeah, I feel you. honestly, dude, her best dessert, I think is her key lime pie. Ooh. And that is a freaking labor of love, dude. <laughs> I mean, you, cause I've had to do it a few times squeezing the key limes. I don't know if you know this about key limes, but they're tiny as fuck. Did not know that. They are super tiny, like um, they're maybe only about an inch and a half to two inches in diameter. Whoa. And you need like three quarters of a cup of juice. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to squeeze like two or so pounds of them oh my to goodness. get it out. And, I didn't well, yeah, you, key lime you, were separate. I thought it was just yeah. a lime. Nope. So a key lime, like I mentioned, is smaller and it comes from the the keys, the Florida Keys. That's why mm-hmm. they call them key limes. That makes sense. And they have the kind of normal lime tart sour taste to them, but they also have a lot of sweetness to them. Mm, okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta try yeah. that out. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the three the three meals that you were talking about. I uh, I actually, whenever you made me the baked ziti, I kind of started to kind of make my own too. Yeah. Um, cause I've been, I've been trying to make my sauce, uh, as good as I can to kind of follow your lead. But, um, I've made ZD a few times for a big group of people and it's like, it's, it seems, how do I say this? It's a lot easier than you think is what it I'm really is. Say. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the beauty of it. Like it's super good and it, it seems it almost seems like it's more fancy than it is, you know. But it's just like you just make pasta as much as good as you want, and then you throw it and layer it with some cheese, man, and throw it in the oven. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Really, the 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 star of a baked ziti is the sauce. Yeah, for sure. Right. Oh uh, well, I mean, unless you're hand making pasta, but oh, that'd be wild. Hand hand making ziti is tough. You you need some tools for that. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I think anything you put in a casserole dish and bake, when you pull it out of the oven, everyone's like, whoa, yeah, shit. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> if, it comes, if it comes in a glass dish and it goes in the oven and it's got melted cheese, people are like, man, this is Ooh. this is high, high end. <laughs> Dude, one time we were at Bree's house in Minnesota, and we, uh, we ended up making, as like a collective group, her dad was making prime rib. I think it was around the holidays. It was around Christmas time. And um, we all made like – it was uh, – was it scallop? No, that's that's fish. 
Um, what are the really thinly sliced potatoes? Scallions. Scallions. Oh, that's so good. I definitely want to make that more often. That shit, that was yeah. delicious. That was one of those that I dreaded as a kid when my mom would make it, <laughs> but now it's so good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I got to work I'm, on making, making some kind of like appetizer. I got to work on that. That's a good point. Yeah, so like you usually my go-tos are salsa. I do a red and a green. Oh, nice. Um, those those are both very good. Um, I also like to make, um, and these can kind of be appetizer slash entree depends on how many people you're feeding. Mm-hmm. But um, I like doing uh, sliders. Ooh. So one what like I, I think there's been one or two Super Bowl parties. What I've made is I'll get like four packs of those um, Hawaiian rolls. Oh, perfect. You know, they, oh, yeah. they come like the four by three and it's all baked as one, yeah. which is really nice. And you it's, just slice it down the middle. Yeah, yeah. You just slice them right in half. You got your tops and your bottoms. And then what you do is you put those bottoms all touching each other. So it's like one super big piece. Okay. And what I like to do is crock pot some chicken. And then shred it up because it'll be super tender, super uh, moist. Mix that in with some buffalo sauce Ooh, and um, a uh, packet packet of that ranch dressing. Oh my god! And then if you're really feeling frisky, you can throw in some cream cheese. There you go. Mix all of that beautiful stuff together, and just pl- completely cover all of that bread. Throw a little bit more sauce on top, maybe a little ranch. Put the tops on. Bake them. And then just bring that, and you got pull apart sliders. Dude, oh man, I love works that. great. I gotta it, try that. <laughs> and it's it's just another one of those things. It seems like it's super difficult to do, but it's really not. I know, which that's like kind of a lot of, of what cooking is. <laughs> yeah, that's I I heard the other day, um, somebody was. I mean, it's TikTok, so people are like trying to act like they're culinary chefs or whatever. And um, someone said, I mean, you're wrong. Like about this, oh, it's like someone's talking about using tongs, right? Like using tongs instead of this. It's like some people don't have multiple tongs, so they don't want to clean all that. It's like, I mean, you're wrong because clean, like cooking is 80% cleaning. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you can, Brie hates it. I'm a a hurricane whenever it comes to a kitchen because I use so many utensils and bowls. And she's like, we could just use this. I'm like, no, it'll mix and it'll mess up the flavor. (laughs) Like I respect where she's coming from because I, but I'm just like, hey, I'll clean it. I'm using 80 million tools, but I'll clean them. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely the same way. And um, if y'all couldn't tell by now, I really enjoy cooking. And <laughs> so if I'm in there cooking, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, yeah. Because I'm cooking. I'm preparing the food. So unless it tastes bad or makes you sick, you got no room to talk about my methods. <laughs> this is a results-based business, son. <laughs> Nobody... Nobody goes to a terrible restaurant that serves terrible food and keeps going back because they have a nice kitchen. That's true. A clean – yeah, that's very true. I love that. <laughs> it's a results-based business. <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. We could probably talk about cooking for another hour. Oh, easily. But I think I think we'll uh, we'll cut it off here. I think it's a good stopping point. I agree. I agree. It is eleven just past eleven o'clock here on the uh, third coast central time zone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, I think that was a good ep. Uh, again, had a lot of fun. I think 
this week will be fun for uh, to see how these dicks with picks go. It's, it's going to be a good matchup. I agree. We'll see. All right, everybody. Right. Until next time. We'll Bye. Have Bye. No, he won't. He's not. No, he won't. Nah, he's not answering. <laughs> <laughs>